Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. This is Victor Ruiz, your host of Getting Healthy Today, Impacting People's Lives. We are live right now. It's episode 49, and we're talking today about a condition called Crohn's disease. We're going to get into all of that, what the symptoms are, how it's caused, treatments, all that kind of information. And if you'd like to call into the show, it's 215-383-3984. That's once again, 215-383-3984. You could also go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash getting healthy today to also listen to this live broadcast. Don't forget, next week is my 50th show. Can't believe it. I'm accomplishing my 50th show next week, and we're going to be talking about cystic fibrosis. Uh, I'm definitely uh, dedicating that program to Boomer Seisen. Uh, you know, remember him, the quarterback, and he's also uh, a great radio host on The Fan, WFAN, and for his son, Gunnar, I'm going to be dedicating that show for him on that day. Hopefully I can get him as a guest. Uh, I reached out to him. I don't know if that will work, but hopefully all of you will be able to hear that if he does get on. Today, I would like to dedicate this episode to all of the individuals out there that unfortunately are suffering from Crohn's disease and the families of those who have Crohn's disease uh, family members. This is all for you. So I just want to let you know that this show helps listeners, listeners like you become educated, motivated, and inspired things of life with success and good health. So don't forget to check out all my episodes at blocktalkradio.com forward slash getting healthy today. All right, so let's get into what is Crohn's disease. Crohn's disease is an inflammatory bowel disease which causes the inflammation of the digestive tract, which can lead to unfortunate abdominal pain, severe diarrhea, fatigue, weight loss, and malnutrition. The inflammation is caused by Crohn's disease can involve different areas of a digestive tract in different people. Now, the inflammation that's caused by Crohn's disease can spread deep into the layers of the affected bowel tissue. Crohn's disease can be both painful and, of course, debilitating and can lead to life-threatening complications. Now, while there is no known cure at this time for Crohn's disease, therapies can greatly reduce its signs and symptoms, even bring about long-term remission. Now, with treatment, many people with Crohn's disease are able to function well. Now, all this information I'm giving you today, you can find it at mayoclinic.org. So let's look at the symptoms of Crohn's disease. In some people, Crohn's disease um, only the last segment of the small intestine is affected, which is called the ileum. And in other people, the disease is combined, confined to, a, to the colon or part of the large intestine. And the most common areas affected by this disease are the last part of the small intestine and the colon. Let's look at the signs and symptoms of Crohn's disease a little further, which can range from mild to severe. These symptoms can usually develop gradually 
and sometimes come upon us suddenly without any warning. You may also find periods of time when you have no signs or symptoms, which is called remission. When the disease is active and symptoms may include the following, abdominal pain and cramping, fatigue, fever, diarrhea, blood in the stool, mouth sores, reduced appetite and weight loss, pain or drainage near the area of the anus due to inflammation from a tunnel in the skin called the fistula. Now, there are other signs and symptoms that now people with severe Crohn's disease may also experience, and that is the inflammation of the skin, eyes, and joints, delayed growth of sexual development in children, and the inflammation of the liver or bile ducts. Now, you may ask, when do I see a doctor? Well, you see a doctor if you have persistent changes in your bowel habits, so you need to monitor those as you have a bowel movement. Or if you have any signs of symptoms of Crohn's disease, such as these that I'm about to tell you, which are blood in your stool, abdominal pain, ongoing bouts of diarrhea that don't respond to the over-counter medication or OTC, unexplained fevers that last more than one day or two, and an unexplained weight loss. So those are all factors that could cause you to really say, you know what, I better go check my doctor and see what he says or she says. So the exact causes of Crohn's disease are still yet unknown, right? They remain unknown at this time. Now, previously, diet and stress were suspected as possible causes, but now doctors and specialists now see that these factors may aggravate but not necessarily cause the condition of Crohn's disease. A number of factors such as hereditary, I'm sorry, heredity and a malfunctioning of the immune system is likely to play a major role in its development. And therefore, the immune system has that it's possible that a virus or a bacterium may trigger the Crohn's disease. When your immune system tries to fight off the invading microorganism, the abdominal, the abnormal immune response causes the immune system to attack the cells in the digestive tract also. Now, heredity. So Crohn's is more common in people who have family members with the disease. Now, so genes may play a role in making people more susceptible to this unfortunate condition. However, most people with Crohn's disease don't have a family history of the disease. So let's look at the risk factors to the following. Age. Crohn's disease can occur at any age, but you're likely to develop the condition when you're young. Most people who develop Crohn's disease are diagnosed around 30 years old or so. Ethnicity. Although Crohn's disease can affect any ethnic group, whites and people of Eastern European descent, Ashkenazi, Jewish descent, have the highest uh, known risk. However, incidence of Crohn's disease is increasing among African Americans who live in North America and the United Kingdom. Family history. You're at a higher risk if you have a close relative, as mentioned earlier, such as a parent, sibling, or child with the disease. As many as one in five people with Crohn's disease has a family member with the disease. Cigarette smoking. Cigarette smoking is the most important controllable risk factor for developing Crohn's disease. Smoking also leads to some more severe disease and greater risk of having 
surgery. If you smoke, it's important to stop, of course. Non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medications. These include ibuprofen, Advil, Motrin, IV, or others. Naproxen, sodium, which is Aleve, sodium, which is Voltaren, and others. While they do not cause Crohn's disease, they can lead to the inflammation of the bowel that makes Crohn's disease actually become worse. Now, where you live, if you live in an urban area or an industrialized country, you're more likely to develop Crohn's disease. This suggests that the environmental factors include a diet high in fat or refined foods may play a role in getting Crohn's disease. All right, we're going to take a small break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the complications and some of the treatments that are helpful with Crohn's disease. Hi, my name is Mayim Bialik, and you probably know me from The Big Bang Theory, where I play neurobiologist Amy Farrah Fowler. Well, in real life, I'm actually a trained neuroscientist who spent seven years of my life working towards a PhD specializing in obsessive compulsive disorder. My research for my thesis confirmed a significant personal connection for me with OCD. OCD is real, as are anxiety, depression, and panic disorder. I know about those as well. I also know way too much about bipolar disorder, suicidal depression, and a host of other conditions I've come in close contact with in my life. But my interest and involvement in the world of mental illness didn't start in graduate school. I come from a family full of a phenomenal set of skills and also a tremendous amount of struggle. Many in my family have lived with mental illness without help or support. As hard as it is to live with a mental health condition and not get help, it's also hard to love someone with a mental health condition when we don't know how to help. As I left my parents' home and went out into the world, I learned that people who struggle with mental health conditions are to be found in every corner of the globe, in every racial and ethnic group, and from poor and rich families alike. No family is immune from mental health conditions, and it's a rare and blessed gift to be able to get help when you or a loved one need it. I've turned to NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, as a resource for myself and those I love for years. NAMI is a nonprofit organization whose goal it is to provide support and information to those living with mental health conditions or loving someone who's living with a mental health condition. NAMI does this through support groups, my personal favorite, fundraisers, public service announcements aimed to remove the stigma from mental illness, advocacy, and helplines to give you support if you or a loved one need it. It's not easy to talk about mental health conditions, but I know too many people I love who did not get help in time. And that's why I've chosen to speak out with NAMI and spread the message that I am stigma-free and everyone deserves to get the help and support they need. And NAMI can help you do that. Please consider being a part of NAMI's mission. As you all know, I've been a huge AdvoCare supporter for a long time. I've used AdvoCare products since 2002, my second year in the NFL. How time has flown by. Certainly, I can attribute a lot of my success around the AdvoCare products and around being part of Team AdvoCare. The motto at AdvoCare is, we build champions. And certainly, I'm one of those individuals who's very self-motivated. And when it's all said and done, I want to be a part of a team that's a championship team. And I know I have that with the New Orleans Saints, and I certainly know I have that with the AdvoCare family as well. It's a great feeling and certainly a great opportunity to be the national spokesperson for AdvoCare. 
I take it as a great responsibility and certainly a great amount of pride, not only in representing the product and the AdvoCare name, but also the thousands of distributors who are working tirelessly every day to show the world what a great company AdvoCare is, what a great family it is, and obviously what a great product they provide. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to Getting Healthy Today, Impacting people li- People's Lives, Block Talk Radio Program. We're live, and I'm Victor Ruiz, your host. And you can call into the show if you have a question or you want to share a story about Crohn's disease or someone, anything that you know about that, feel free to give us a call at 215-383-3984. That's, once again, 215 You can also listen to the show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash getting healthy today. So when we're, we've been talking about Crohn's disease and we've been giving you some of the symptoms, we've talked about the risk factors, we've given you an overview We've given you some causes. Now let's talk about the complications of Crohn's disease as a, as a condition. So one of the Crohn's disease um, can lead to is, of course, bowel obstruction. And in Crohn's disease, it affects the thickness of the intestinal wall. And that over time, parts of the bowel can scar and narrow, which may also block the flow of digestive content. You may require surgery to remove the disease portion of your bowel. Ulcers are also complications that come about. Chronic inflammation can lead to open sores, which are called ulcers, and anywhere in your digestive tra- uh, tract, including your mouth and anus in the general area of the perineum. Fistulas, sometimes ulcers, can extend completely through the intestinal wall. And an abnormal connection between different body parts. Fistulas can develop between your intestine and skin, or between your intestine and another organ. Now, fistulas near or around the anal area or the perianeal are the most common time. When fistulas develop in the abdomen, food may pass these areas of the bowel that are necessary for absorption. Fistulas may occur between loops of the bowel into the bladder or vagina or out through the skin, causing continuous drainage of bowel contents to your skin. Now, in some cases, the fistula can also become infected and form an abscess, which can be life-threatening if it's not treated. An anal fissure is a small tear in the tissue lining of the anus or the skin around the anus where infections can occur. It's often associated with painful bowel movements and may lead to a perianeal fistula. Now, one of the things we have problems with is malnutrition in this situation. Diarrhea, abnormal pain, and cramping may make it difficult for a person to eat or for the person's intestine to be absorbed in, uh, enough nutrients to keep, it, keep them nourished. It's also common to develop anemia due to low iron or B vitamin 12 caused by the disease. Colon cancer. Having Crohn's disease that affects your colon increases your risk of colon cancer, and general colon cancer screening guidelines for people without Crohn's disease can call for a colonoscopy every 10 years beginning at the age of 50. So, Ask your doctor whether you need to have this test done sooner and more frequently. Other health problems that occur are it can cause problems in other parts of the body. Among these problems are anemia, like we just said, skin disorders, osteoporosis, arthritis, and gallbladder or liver disease. Now, some medication risks. Now, certain, chronic, uh, certain Crohn's disease drugs can act by blocking functions of the immune system, which are associated with a small risk for developing cancers such as lymphoma and skin cancers. They also increase the risk of infection. 
corticosteroids can be associated with a risk of osteoporosis, bone fractures, cataracts, glaucoma, diabetes, and high blood pressure, among others. Now, work with your doctor and ask that person to determine the risk and benefits of the medication. Now, let's look at the diagnosis and treatment of Crohn's disease. Your doctor will likely diagnose Crohn's disease only after ruling out the possible causes for your signs and symptoms. There's not one test that can diagnose Crohn's disease. Your doctor will have to do a battery of tests to confirm the diagnosis of Crohn's disease. At first, they have blood tests, tests for anemia or infection. Your doctor may suggest blood tests to check for anemia, which is a condition that aren't enough red blood cells to carry adequate oxygen to your tissues. And also, to check for signs of infection, they would check through this type of blood test. Now, fecal occult blood tests may also provide a stool sample, which helps the doctor test for hidden blood in your stool. Procedures done as a result are colonoscopies, and this test allows your doctor to view your entire colon and the very end of your ileum, which is your terminal ileum, using a thin, flexible, lighting, lighted tube with an attached camera. And during this procedure, your doctor can also take small samples of the tissue, which is called a biopsy, for laboratory analysis. And this helps confirm the diagnosis after doing this procedure. Clusters of the inflammatory cells, called granulomas, if present, help to confirm the diagnosis of Crohn's disease. Now, a CT scan, a computerized tomography, is also used, and also a special X-ray technique that provides more detail than a standard X-ray is done. The test often looks at the entire bowel as well as its tissues outside the bowel. The CT enterography is a special CT scan that provides better images of the small bowel. The test also replaces the barium x-rays that are done in most centers. The magnetic resonance imaging, my mistake, MRI, is a scanner using a magnetic field and radio waves to complete and create a detailed image of organs and tissues. And the MRI is particularly useful for evaluating a fistula around the anal area or the pelvic MRI or the small intestine MRI enterography. A capsule endoscopy, and this test, you'll swallow a capsule that has a camera in it. The camera then takes pictures of your small intestine, which are transmitted to a recorder you wear on your belt. The images are then downloaded to a computer, displayed on a monitor, and checked for signs of Crohn's disease. The camera exi exits your body painlessly in your stool, and you will still need the endoscopy with a biopsy to confirm the diagnosis of Crohn's disease. Balloon-assisted endoscopy, and this test, the scope is used in conjunction with a device called an overtube, and it enables the doctor to look further into the small bowel where standard endoscopes can't reach. This technique is extremely useful when capsule endoscopy shows abnormalities, but the diagnosis is still in question. So let's talk about the treatment of Crohn's disease. Now, we said there's no, not one treatment that works for everyone. So the goal of medical treatment is to, of course, reduce the inflammation that is triggering the signs and symptoms of this condition. It's also to improve the long-term prognosis by limiting complications. So the best-case scenario is it may lead not only to symptom relief, but also to long-term remission. Anti-inflammatory drugs are often the first step in treating the inflammatory bowel disease. Corticosteroids and bisonicide 
or Ethnocort EC can help reduce inflammation in your body, but don't work for everyone with Crohn's disease. Doctors generally use them only if it doesn't respond to other treatments. Now, the corticosteroids may be used for short-term, about three to four months is what doctors have said in my study when I was reading about this, and they talked about the symptom improvement would be available and then induced remission, hopefully. So corticosteroids may also be used in combination with an immune system suppressor. Oral 5 amino salicylate. These drugs include sulfasalazine, uh, which contains sulfa, and mesalamine, which also helps. And then oral 5 amino salicylate have been widely used in the past, but now are generally considered a limited benefit. Antibiotics are used, anti other um, immune system suppressors such as uh, Remicade, Trexol, Azacisan, uh, and Stelera. Antibiotics are used to reduce the amount of drainage and sometimes heals the fistulas and abscesses in people with Crohn's disease. Some researchers also think that antibiotics help reduce harmful intestinal bacteria that may play a role in activating the intestinal immune system, leading to inflammation. So frequently prescribed antibiotics include ciprofloxacin, cipro, and flagell. Other medications used are considered to be antidiarrheals, pain relievers, iron supplements, and vitamin B12 shots, calcium and vitamin D supplements. Uh, nutritional therapies are used, and that's where a doctor recommends a special diet giving a feeding, a feeding tube which is called enteral nutrition. Surgery, if diet and lifestyle changes, drug therapy, or other treatments don't relieve someone's signs and symptoms of this condition, then nearly half of those with Crohn's disease will require at least one surgery, where surgery does not cure Crohn's disease. During surgery, your surgeon removes the damaged portion of your digestive tract and then reconnects the healthy section. Surgery may also be used to close fistulas and drain abscesses. So the benefits of surgery for Crohn's disease are usually temporary, and the disease often reoccurs frequently near the reconnected tissue. The best approach is to file surgery with medication to minimize the risk of that. Now, diet. Diet uh, includes limiting dairy products, trying low-fat foods, limiting fiber if it's a problem food, avoiding other problem foods such as spicy foods, alcohol, and caffeine, which also can make your signs and symptoms worse. Other dietary measures are eat small meals, drink plenty of liquids, Consider multivitamins and take and talk to a dietitian. Important. Smoking. Smoking increases the risk of developing Crohn's disease. And stress. Stress doesn't cause Crohn's disease, but it can make your signs and symptoms worse and trigger more flare-up. So it, doctors are suggesting exercise, uh, utilizing biofeedback, which is a stress reduction technique that can help reduce muscle tension and slow your heart rate with help of a feedback machine. And the goal of this is to help you enter a relaxed state of mind so that you can cope more easily with your stress. Regular relaxation and breathing exercises are ways to cope with stress and can uh, it's, it also helps to relax and use techniques such as deep, slow breathing to calm down. Also, uh, it's been known to utilize herbal and nutritional supplements, probiotics, fish oil, acupuncture, prebiotics. And then, of course, the last thing is coping and support. Be informed, join a support group, talk to a therapist, and definitely make an appointment if you 
suffered any of the symptoms that I've talked about today. Assume that you have a condition. Make sure you check with a professional. I hope you've gotten some value from this today, and I hope you come and definitely check out uh, more episodes that I have at Block Talk Radio. Uh, next week, I said, is the 50th episode where we're going to be talking about the condition cystic fibrosis, and we're going to be dedicating that to all people that suffer from cystic fibrosis, dedicating it to Boomer Sison and his son Gunner for all their work in trying to promote that as well, and I will do my part to hopefully raise awareness about that condition. I've also hoped that I've raised awareness to your understanding of Crohn's disease and that maybe you could share this with other people so they may know more about it and learn how to uh, prevent it from happening to them. All right, everybody. Uh, so don't forget to check me out at Getting Healthy Today on Facebook. Uh, you can check me out on Twitter. You can follow me there. And just don't forget that after this episode, this automatically downloads to Stitcher Radio and iTunes, and you can definitely subscribe to both of those to continue to hear my previous and future episodes. I will hope everybody has a wonderful weekend, and don't forget my goal in this show is to educate, motivate, and inspire all of you to become champions of life with success and good health. Right now you're going to hear a wonderful song by the group, Unspoken. It's called Good Fight, and you can check them out and their music at www unspokenmusic.com. That's www.unspokenmusic.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Hope to see you, and hope you listen to the show next week.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.